Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, man, this the kid, Eldorado Red, Big Chief Rado, the motherfucking hefe, and I just jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Whoa! Who wanna go against that? Alright, so we got the one and only Eldorado Red jumping off the porch with us Whoa! today. What's up, man? How you feeling today, bro? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. They're grinding, you know what I'm saying? Getting back active. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Got the new tape out. Yeah, King of Reds Crest, man. Go get that shit. Go scream that shit is out today. It's out right now. You know what I'm saying? Got my dog GT on there, uh, Peasy on there. Shout out to Peasy from Detroit. All my Detroit niggas, man. Trench run a poot on that motherfucker yes, on the sir. last two on there. You know what I'm saying? Shit. You know, just authentic quality street music, man. That's what we bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking what nobody else doing, but that's what I'm doing, though. Nah, I feel that, man. Yeah, we'll get to the tape more in a little bit, man, but let's take it back, bro. So Montgomery, right? Yeah. Is that where you're from originally? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm from Montgomery originally, man, but you know, I lived in Birmingham too, though. You okay. know what I'm saying? I lived in Birmingham too, so it's like I got love for both. Just the whole state of Alabama, man. Yeah, I feel man. like I'm one of the figures, you know what I'm saying, that put on for the state. I don't just put on for my town, because I don't, you know what I mean? I done lived in Birmingham, Montgomery, you know what I mean? So, okay. But yeah, I'm from Montgomery originally. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Ridgecrest to be exact. I was going to say, talk to us about Ridgecrest, because I think a lot of people recognize it from the music. You know, every, a, lot of, a lot of rappers came out of Ridge, Ridgecrest. We'll just kind of talk about, like, what, what goes down in that neighborhood, man. What was it like for you growing up there? Um, I mean, shit, it's like every other ghetto across America, you know what I'm saying? For me, just being young and shit, it was like a lot of hushing going on, you know what I'm saying? You got to think, I'm talking about like the early 90s, late 90s, you know what I'm saying? Like when the game first really hit the street, you know what I'm saying? Like after the 80s. So, you know, to be honest, man, it's really more fucked up now than it was back then. Cause really Ridgecrest is, is like, at the time my, 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 my grandma and shit moved over there. It really was like, like a, a, a middle-class neighborhood. You oh, see what really? I'm saying? Hmm. Like the west side of Montgomery is really like, you know what I'm saying, where it was really going down there. But then, you know, when the crack ep epidemic hit, a lot of these neighborhoods start flipping. So Ridgecrest always been a hood, but it's been like a middle-class hood. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know, you, you two, you, your working families and shit. You know, like my folks, they moved from the west side. You know, my folks originally from Dorothy Street on the west side, you know what I'm saying? Like, Washington Paul area, all that type of shit. But you know what I'm saying? My grandma moved from the west side to Ridgecrest once she got a better job. But when the when the crack game hit the street, then you know the neighborhood started changing. You know what I'm saying? So That's like it. I just growed up, really got my game from all the dope fiends, all the junkies. You know, my daddy fell victim to the game. He he was smoking, you know what I'm saying? So I really ain't had no father figure coming up in the hood. So I got my game from like the gangsters. You know what I'm saying? The dope dealers. You know what I'm saying? And young niggas that was my age but was active though, like hustling and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, you know, just learning 
my environment, and then till I finally jumped off the porch. Okay. So when would you say you did jump off the porch? How old were you? Shit, I probably jumped out of the porch probably like 12 years old. Like, I, I, I sold my first. I sold my first piece of crack when I was like 12 years old yeah, in a man. project called Tulane Coat. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even really started off in my, in, in, in my hood, even though it was going on in my hood. I got some family that are from the north side, you know what I'm saying? And in they project, they was already, you know what I mean? That's what they were doing. So my first time ever like hustling was in a project called Tulane Coat. And then I went back to my neighborhood and some of the some of my homies that were like a year older than me that lived across the street, you know what I'm saying? They was they was young, but um, they moved to Ridgecrest from the project, so they was already hustling the shit. They whole family, the mama, everybody. So shit, they basically like ran the house like some adults, and they lived across the street. So I was watching them, and then I eventually got involved. You know what I'm saying? So I say like 12, I jumped out of post, but like 13 is when I had an understanding of the game. Cause you gotta think, I'm from an active hood where like, you know, the culture different, you know what I'm saying? Like, gangs, hustling, all that shit. So like, at a young age, we picked up on that shit early. Yeah. So I say, I jumped out of the poach at 12, but 13 is when I had a true understanding of the game. Yeah, usually people start off selling weed. So you just started right off with the hard or? Nah, we was smoking the weed, you know what I'm saying? We was smoking the weed, but like, yeah, it was like, shit, if you wanted to get you some money for real, you know what I'm saying? You gonna go straight to that, cause that what was going on. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Niggas, I went to Bellingraph for everybody from Montgomery. You know, shout out to Bellingraph. I went to Bellingraph, so it like, shit, I, I walked to school, coming down Gould Street, I see niggas my age in Regals, T-Talk, SF Monte Carlo, Honey Spoke, All Gold D's, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this how niggas come to school. Some nigga hanging out the window, blue flagging. Some nigga hanging out the window, red flagging. You know what I'm saying? So it like, I'm walking to school, seeing these niggas my age, driving these cars to school. You know what I'm saying? We in middle school. So, you know, of course, all that shit, you know what I mean, influenced the nigga to get some money. You know, bottom line. So yeah, we weren't selling no weed. We ain't start off selling no weed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Weed weren't really like no real money back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fast forward today, you know, taking a look at the streets, man. What what type of impact would you say like social media has had on the streets? The streets watered down. And you know, the streets watered down. This, this shit ain't the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if you asking me as far as what type of impact I say social media had on the streets, like a nigga could a nigga could be whoever they want to be, like the army, like this camo shit I got on on social media. A nigga could be whoever they want to be, you know what I'm saying? But like before social media, you had to really be him, the concrete, you know what I'm saying? This shit had to vouch for you, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't get on social media and cap. You know what I'm saying? With your homeboy money, with your homeboy car. Mm -hmm. You had to really be Lil What's the Name from this project or this goddamn street who really had the Regon Gold D's, who really walked around with a bankroll every day. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't really fake it before social media. So that's when the streets were pure, when it was in its rawest form. So that's the only thing I can say for with the social media. And then, you know, you'll 
you'll send yourself to jail quicker too oh, yeah. with social media. That's a difference too, you know? But um, this shit really like a paradox. It's like a true lie. That shit align with itself, you know what I'm saying? Cause if you trying to, you know, if you trying to do, do the entertainment shit and get you some money, you kind of got to fuck with social media. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a catch 22 for real. You know do what you, I mean? Do you feel like if you are chasing entertainment, then you got to be two feet into it. You can't have a foot in the streets and trying to do either music or whatever it may be. Um, I feel like this. I feel like you should try your best to get away from any street activity. If you feel like you got a talent and you feel like you could change a lot or your, or your homies around you, your family, you know what I mean? And your homies and, and around you should, should influence you, you know what I'm saying? Or should DP your ass if you is doing some bullshit and you ain't focusing on something that can change everybody, you know, situation. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, I mean, to answer your question, like I said, it's, it's a catch 22, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, niggas want to represent where they from and you know what I'm saying? But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give it to them in doses. You know what I'm saying? You can't just give it all the way to them because, you know, they done made this, this, this music shit a target. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? They done made hip hop a target. You know what I'm saying? So like, you gotta be careful on how you present your package to the world. You know what I'm saying? Real so, shit. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta mob accordingly, man. Yeah, what's your thoughts on the courts trying to use rappers' lyrics against them? Man, what's my thoughts? Fuck them, that shit happened to me. You know what I'm saying? That shit happened to me, so like, I feel like it's fucked up. Cause I feel like they don't do like actors and shit like that. Yep. And motherfuckers or any other genre. Or either. any other genre, you know what I'm saying? I mean, rock and roll some of the craziest motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers be talking about goddamn all kind of crazy shit. But, you know, if one of them ever commit a crime and they go to court, they don't play their music from yeah, their lyrics and rock that. and roll mm -hmm. in court. So I feel like, I feel like it's an attack on us as a culture because see this shit right here, this music shit, this shit can change your life, man. This Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Chicken, overnight your motherfucking ass. One song. You know what I'm saying? That's why I be all on my young niggas, my artists that signed to my label. Like, I be trying to let them know, like, one, one thing, man, can change your whole motherfucking life. So it's like, and the, and the powers that be, they know that. And then, you know, see, it been a lot of, a, 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 a lot of dumb shit, too that go on, you know what I'm saying? Cause you, you mixing the street, the culture, the street, and then you bringing it to a corporate setting. So everybody, you know, if you don't got the right people around you to help you transition to that corporate setting, you might do some dumb shit, you know, 80%. I mean, these niggas coming straight off the porch with this shit into a million dollar, multi-million dollar situation. So you gotta have, you know, it, it ain't no more big homies no more, it's like, the little homies who got the money, they turn into the big homies. So unless you from a, a structure or you got, you know what I mean? Or you around some niggas who really still putting that structure down to where like, see me, I can't do whatever I want to. I can still get DP. I go to my hood and I do some bullshit. I still got some homies that's over me. You know what I mean? All this jury, all this shit will come off. I got to take the fade or whatever I got to do. So that keep a nigga 
in line and knowing that, okay, I got business to handle. I can't be out here, you know what I'm saying? Bullshit. See, a lot of people done got away from that. They don't got the structure and the people around them to keep them structured and grounded and not to fuck the money up. Cause you see, as you can see, you see a lot of artists, they be multi-millionaires, but you know what I'm saying? Like they'll fuck up the money, getting involved in the wrong shit. But you know, it's part of this shit though at the same time too though. Like I said, it's, 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 it's a thin line, it's, it's, a, it's a paradox. The streets, the industry, streets, the industry, you know what I'm saying? You know? And it's a billion dollar motherfucking industry. Real shit, yeah. You feel me? So it's like, it's a supply and demand for this shit too. Yeah. So even the powers that be, you know, they feed off of, you know what I'm saying, the pain of the people too though. So, man, motherfuckers just gotta be conscious about this shit. Get your money, use this shit for a stepping stone, open you up some business, go invest in your hood, Go invest in your bitch if she doing hell, you know what I'm saying? If your mama goddamn know how to sew sweaters, nigga, go get her a shop. You know what I mean? Take the money and do and do the right thing, shawty. You know what yeah, I'm saying? There's a lot of ways to go legit right now. Yeah, man, it's a lot of ways, man. The money is on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Shit, a motherfucker make a million dollars on the internet. You feel me? Find you a bad bitch and manager. Put on OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, OnlyFans. Space A pimping, man. It's all type of way. Ain't no excuse for a nigga to be broke, man. Like Pimp C said, Pimp it ain't dead, just move to the web. Nah, for real. Yeah. So, Riley, we know you've been rapping for a minute, man. So, taking it back, like, what inspired you to go at it uh, with rapping way back then? Uh, see, I just fell in love with the music, with the hip-hop shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, my family, like, my mom's side of the family from New York. So, I grew up going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? In the 80s as a kid, going back and forth to New York, just being inspired by, you know what I'm saying, the music. Cause you know, before it just, the South really took it, you know, New York had it. Yeah, that's the essence. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Back then, so it's like, shit, I growed up, you know what I mean? Going back and forth up there with my family and shit and just seeing, seeing like street dudes turn into, you know what I'm saying? Millionaires from music. So that was, that was like the first, love for the shit, just watching it, you know what I'm saying, from afar, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, shit, I just knew that you can get some money from this shit, you feel me? I just knew you can get some money from this shit, and I wanted me some money. Yeah, and back then, there wasn't too many Alabama rappers, man. Nah, like, man. Rich Boy was there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he yeah. was really holding it down. It wasn't too many Alabama. It was, it was some nigga from Alabama that probably was rapping, but it wasn't no real, Official street niggas that were putting on yeah, that yeah, was, last Mr. Big yeah that was getting money and that was dirty you know what boys saying? yeah dirty boys uh you had Deuce Conrad too I ain't gonna leave okay. them out you know what I'm saying Deuce Conrad they from my hood <laughs> they from Red Crest you know what I'm saying you had a lot of dudes that was uh and they was independent mm -hmm. a lot of them guys were independent too Mr. Big yep you know what I'm saying so it like shit you know I just I just was inspired by the culture as a whole bro it wasn't really no no coast. Cause I grew up listening, you know what I'm saying, to Nas, uh, Wu Tang, motherfucking. Then we go to the West Coast, DJ Quick, you know what I'm saying, from Bompton, motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, NWA, Easy E, you know what I'm saying, like I just, you know, Texas, you know what I'm saying, uh, UGK, you feel me, Memphis, Eight Ball, MJG, like it wasn't really no particular sound. I just, I just love. The, the music as a whole, because I seen my people rising from poverty with this shit. 
You know what I'm talking about? I seen, I seen niggas from ghettos all across America, bro, rising out of poverty, man, off of words that they say over beats. So that's what made me fall in love with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I knew I wasn't gonna go to no college or do none of that, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas stopped going to school early. You feel what I'm saying? Like to hustle. So I'm like, shit. I ain't gonna be no motherfucking doctor, no lawyer, but shit, I could make still make me seven figures doing music. So you know that's what made me fall in love with it, bro. Yeah. And you was coming out here to Atlanta, and you was networking with a lot of folks. Now I've been coming to Atlanta like that. What motherfuckers don't understand? I came to Atlanta with them all. So I've been coming to Atlanta since early 2003. But we, me and my brother, man, free waving, man, free waving, man. Me and my brother end up. Well, he ended up getting a crib here. And then so he was like, you need to be over here. You know what I'm saying? You trying to do the music shit. Stop going back and forth. Just come on over here. So he basically gave me my own condo because he wasn't never there. You know what I'm saying? And that was in like 2004. Okay. So I've I been in the A, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in the A. I you know what I'm saying? So like this, this home too, you feel me? And I think the first song that we ever posted with you was at Three P's. Yeah, with my man OJ, man. Shout yeah. out to Hey! Shout out to my nigga Jew, man. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Just trap shit, you know, just me uh, coming up, you know what I'm saying, being around Gucci, being around, you know what I'm saying, Shouty Low, all like the greats who talking to trap shit and street shit and talking about getting money and hustling in their music. Like, so it, it was an honor to like do something with Jew because he was super hot at the time. Oh, yeah. Like, motherfuckers say what they want. Juice had that motherfucker piped up. Like, he was doing his thing around that time. So it was an honor to work, to do some music with, with him and, and, like, get my buzz going and shit. Then we shot a video, you know what I mean? Back before it was a world star and all that shit, we were shooting our own video. I think that shit went on Raw Report. Or yeah, it was on Raw Report. Yeah, shout out to Jason from Raw Report. Where the fuck you at, Jason? <laughs> He got some footage a nigga need. Nigga looking I'm for your ass, Jason. Y'all could put a documentary Come on with that footage, man. About them old days like that, man. Yeah, um, yeah. God, let's just speak on, you know, your relationship with Lowe, man. I know you, you know, guys are real close, man. Shouty Lowe? Man, long live Shouty Lowe, man. Real nigga, man. Real nigga, man. Um, my relationship with Lowe is like this. So, you know, we already had the relationship with the Raw Report because my brother free waving man we're putting the money behind raw report so uh we had a relationship and they had a relationship with low and so i had a song called i love my plug that's the first song i dropped with um with my aunt man og bigger ranking you okay. see what i'm saying i love my plug but we needed a feature on it because we were like man this motherfucker will work it'll go in the club but we need a feature who can we get on this motherfucker that talking that shit for real so they were like, man, y'all got to fuck with Low, man. Low from Bankhead, you know what I'm saying? He the streets. So shit, we went over there. And um, man, Low was just, man, it was like I had already knew him. You know, because when you a real nigga and you link with another real nigga, man, y'all both looking the same. When you look at him, you see a reflection of you. So it was like, man, me and Low kicked it all that day. He did the verse, you know what I'm saying? And after he did the verse, um, we was at his studio on Bankhead 2016. After he did the verse, I stayed over there and kicked it with him. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, it was like I was in my hood, for real. 
It was like I was in my hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with Low, man. Low a real nigga, man, you know? Long live Low, man. Shout out to uh, the whole Zone 1, man. The real West Side, man. Yeah, no, I fuck with the West Side. I'm on that 901 Rice Street shit, man. For real, for real. Selling flow shit, man. Yeah, man. Long live Low, man. Yeah, definitely a legend in the game, man. Um, so how did you link with Dobie? Because he was younger than you, right? That's my little brother. I was supposed to sign Dobie, but I didn't know what I was doing back then. So I didn't want to put him in no paperwork. But how I linked with him, my partner from the West Side, LP. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Shout out LP. He was like, man, it's a young nigga from your hood, man. Nigga hard as fuck. Nigga sound like a down south biggie. So I was like, man, I don't want to hear that shit, man. Don't nobody <laughs> sound like no motherfucking down south biggie. He was like, for real, man. This, this young nigga hard. You need... You need to bring them in, you need to sign them. You need to make them BGM, you know what I'm saying? That's the movement that we had then, you know what I'm saying? He like, you need to make them a part of that shit, feel me? So I ain't pay no attention. So one day I'm at, I'm at we, me and my partner, we trapping together. We got a trap together on, on West Guy Street, you know what I'm saying, on the west side. So Doe come over there. Doe come over there to buy him a little pack. I think Doe was selling a little weed or something back then, you know what I'm saying? My homeboy was giving him some weed and shit like a little half a bag or something, you know what I'm saying? He come over there, so, so he like, this is what I was telling you about. You need to fuck with bro. So I'm like, I met him, shook his hand and shit, but I knew he was gonna be a star cause the young nigga was confident. And he ain't look at me like he was in awe. See, most when I be in, you know what I'm saying? Most like, he was just like, what's up, I'm dope, you feel me? But he had an aura about him. See, like, your aura got to be right. He ain't have on no jewelry back then because he, he really wasn't getting no money back then. So he ain't have on no jewelry, none of that shit. But Shouty had an aura. Like, you knew. Boy, this nigga, he, he, he gonna, he a star. You know what I mean? He had the patch on his eyes, so he already looked it different. And then he was a big old young nigga too. You know what I'm saying? So, so then when he left, they played me some of his music. He had already did a mixtape with one of the, the DJs in Alabama, but I didn't hear the mixtape because I was back and forth in Atlanta, but after he pulled off, they played me the music. I was like, damn, this is y'all nigga hard. So then my other partner who I was getting some money with, my nigga Big Hulk from the North Side, shout out to Big Hulk. That's who really discovered though, why y'all nigga playing. Big Hulk, man, shout out to Big Hulk. Big Hulk called me, so they're like the second person. Hey man, I got a young nigga I'm managing he from your hood, he hard as fuck. You need to make him a part of your movement. I said, what's his name? Dobie. 
I said, damn, I just met him. He just left. He just pulled out from the trap, from the spot. So these two niggas now that I fuck with heavy in the street, vouching for dope. So I'm like, yeah, we gotta fuck, I gotta fuck with them. But a little time went on, and then shit, I started fucking with him. Like he started, he started coming being on D block with us. Cause he he from we from the same hood, but he like they they street like round the corner from where we be at. Like all the young CBM niggas. They was on um like on Kelly, they call it Circle K. And then we on we on we on Davis, we on D Block. So those started coming over there being with us. And then him and my little son who I raised in the street, Junior Boss. I think Junior Junior yeah, he's been, been over here a couple times. Yeah, so Junior, Junior started fucking with those real heavy. Like they became close and you know what I'm saying? They started getting a little money together, hustling together. So Doe became really like one of the guys. He was with us all the time. We going out to the club, he with us. So I had a song called D-U-B Floats. I put, this the first time the world ever seen though. I put him on the song, we shot a video to it, and then we shot the video in the hood, in Red Crack. I had a, I had a, um, a, a, a dump back then that I had just bought, just got a spray can. I've been getting money for a long time, man. No cap. So we out there with all the cars and shit, and I put Doe in the video and shit, dope. You know what I'm saying? He went in on that shit. And it was on World Star. Mm -hmm. So it like, you know, it just some, it was just some hood shit. Like he from the hood, he was hard as fuck. You know what I mean? Shit, I wish I would have signed him, but like I told told them back then, man, let me get in the dough, cause I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> on winging. Now that's this real shit. of you to even say that. Yeah, Instead that's just real. Him in some yeah, this my little nigga from the hood. So I don't want to put him in no paperwork, and I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. We out here slanging choppers, selling work, shit. I don't even know, you know what I'm saying, how the next week gonna look for me. You know what I'm saying? It's up on our end, for real. We active than a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't want to put the little homie in no paperwork, you know what I'm saying? Like, this this my little nigga, you feel me? We just, you with us now, you with the mob, so it don't even matter. This shit on the handshake. It ain't on no paperwork. We just gonna turn up together, and that's what we did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doe, man, Doe, damn, man. I was in prison when they killed Doe, man. Doe was gonna was gonna be one of the ones. Oh, man. absolutely. He yeah. was gonna be one of the ones, man. Yeah. You know, my city really ain't never been the same since. Yeah, I was gonna ask, how did his death affect Montgomery, as, especially as far as the music scene, man? It took you guys a while to bounce back from that. It shit. ran the money away. You know what I'm saying? Cause we had a movement going on. You had me, you had him, you had Junior, you had other artists. It ran the money away. Cause shit, the people started looking at it like, oh, they kill they rappers down there. They kill their own rappers down there. So don't nobody want to invest and they gonna lose the investment to some violence or to some bullshit. So, you know, it kind of like, it ran the money away, but they starting back looking now. You know what I mean? They start just, at Alabama as a whole. Oh, absolutely. Not yeah. just Montgomery, you know what I'm saying? You got Mobile popping right now. You know what I'm saying? They doing their thing. They leading the way right now. You know what I'm saying? You got Rallo, Rodriguez, you got No Cap, you got Trench Runner Pooty. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So, like, we looking good, man. We just got to stay active, man, and keep putting out quality street music or whatever type of music you do. Just make sure it's quality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make sure it's universal to where the whole world going, you did what I'm saying? Bite on that shit. Yeah. I got niggas from everywhere with me though. I got a little homie Jay Hitter from Bompton, California. Like we we making music not just from our area, where we from. We making music for like the whole world. So I just advise 
every artist, man, no matter where you from, where you from, Alabama, California, Detroit, just make quality music and do it with your people and just have fun, man, and create a wave and the whole world gonna get on y'all wave sooner or later. Yeah. See what Detroit doing right now? whole world on Detroit wave, you know what I'm saying? But they've been making music, but it's just now. It's going mainstream now. Yeah, it's just now going mainstream to where the world, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, that's what you got to do. That was real. Um, so Return of the Mob, man, you and Alley Boy, this tape drops. You guys had the shit on lock at that time. That was a classic. Everybody want part two. That was a classic, man. That was just one of them, it just, Man, some shit just be about an era. You know what I'm saying, big dog? It like, that was just an era, like, we was in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really describe it, but it was just an era, man. So, I wish, um, I wish, like, that tape would have went bigger than what it did. You know what I'm saying? But for the people that know, if you know, you know. That shit's a classic. That motherfucker a classic. Real Absolutely, shit. Man. Um, how, how did you and Yo Gotti link up? Because I know we booked you for one South by and you was fucking with them heavy. Oh yeah, I did fuck with y'all at uh, South by Southwest one mm -hmm. year. Two years, actually. Two years, But it yeah. was the second year you, you was with Gotti. Yeah, man, uh, shout out to Yo, man. That's my nigga, man. Uh, we, just, we really just met on some like, type shit like, you know what I'm saying? Gotti, Gotti, Gotti like, around that time was a nigga that like, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he a mastermind too. That's, what, that's why he where he at now. So it's like, he see what niggas doing in the street. Like, even if you don't know, he might be watching or checking your movement out. He watching and checking it out. And so at that time, you know what I'm saying? I had a strong movement. Like, it was hard to miss me. You know what I'm saying? I had a strong movement. And um, he ended up coming to the, to the town to do a show. And that's, you know, when Twitter first was popping and shit. Oh, yeah. Everybody was on Twitter. So I had put on Twitter, uh, man, we finna go to this Yo Gotti show 100 deep. Free rose bottles on, on the mall tonight. And shit, I put it on, on Twitter, and he ended up uh, direct messaging me. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm coming down there tonight. Ooh, ooh, wham. I see what you got going on, I'm fucking with it. Then you know where they from? They hood called Ridgecrest too. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was just some gangster shit. We linked up on some gangster shit. He came to the town, you know what I'm saying? Like, I met him then, then, you know, it just went from there. Like I said, when real niggas link up, it's like, you looking at yourself, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, when, I, when me and him linked up, it wasn't like, it wasn't on no shit like, I don't mean no rap nigga or no shit. It was on some shit like, this nigga like a nigga from, from my hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and he come from that hustling background too. So industry-wise, that was like, already popping in the industry that really embraced me, you know what I mean? So. It just went, and then when he actually seen and heard my music that it was hard, he like, oh nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm finna sign you type shit. So then I was on the road with him, going back and forth to Memphis. You know what I'm saying? We ended up doing the, the Supply the Town record. Oh yeah, it's a classic record right there. Yeah, uh, Southside did the beat, 808 Mafia, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and that shit went from there. Just two real niggas vibing, and he seen well shit, he can get some money fucking with me, and I could see where I could get some money fucking with him with the rap shit. You know, this was before uh, 
the other artist even was on the label. Like, you know what I mean? I was with him before. Uh, yeah, I think he had, he had the, the white boy, Jordan Hollywood at the time. He wasn't really signed. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Signed though. Okay. It was, we was in Miami and it was going back and forth with the paperwork, but he wasn't signed. It was like, just really me and Zed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Zed was still there, you know what I'm saying? But um, Moneybag or like Black Youngson, like they weren't around yeah, around this time. Mm -hmm. It was before then, you know what I'm saying? But he was just about to get his deal for CMG okay. with L.A. Reid. And so I was finna be like the first artist on that deal, you know what I mean? But yeah, we was in, we was in Miami like, shit, for a month straight recording. Working on his album, and then I I was in in the B room working on my project. Was that McRados too? Yep. Such yep. a classic yeah, too. Man. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I was down there working on. I did a lot of records on like that uh, oceanfront view, all oh, that yeah. shit. I did that shit in Miami. Nah, that's hard, man. Um, then unfortunately, that the whole case comes about after that, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying right when the deal, right when the deal, right when the deal like was finished. The, the ink finna dry, I'm on, I'm on the road with Gotti, you know what I'm saying? We in Orlando doing a show. And then I get a phone call, you know what I'm saying, that said the police done kicked in like two of my spots looking for me. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I left. I ain't really tell him what, where I was going, you know what I'm saying? I just told him I got a mercy, I got to take care of something. And so I left, you know what I'm saying? When I got back to the town, I turned myself in, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to run or none of that shit because yeah. I was trying to see you know what I'm saying? What's happening? So, uh, so yeah, that's another example, man, what I was saying earlier, man, you know, streets, industry, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful how you present yourself out here, you know what I'm saying? And stick to your dreams and stick to your goals, man, and see that shit through, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? You know, if I'd have never went down, I'd probably be multi-millionaire, you know what I'm saying? Or, shit, You've I probably would've- fucked up. <laughs> or I probably would've been more fucked up. I probably would have, you know, went to jail for some other shit just because all, you know, everything that was going on around me at the time, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't have no regrets about nothing, man. I look at everything as a, as a lesson, not an L. And as you can see, man, I wasn't left out off the deal, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's like 300 on my neck, another 300 on my wrist, you know, I'm still all right, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Tomorrow, we scrape. So, nigga just pushing forward though. But shout out to the whole uh, CMG, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm bloody CMG though. My three dollars got blood on it. Nah, for real. Uh, where were you at mentally when they handed down the sentence for 25 years though? Where I was at mentally? Shit, I felt like I, I, I let my family down. You know what I'm saying? I let my family down. I let my niggas down. But you know, I dealt with that shit when I got back to the cell. You know what I'm saying? When I when I when I got back to uh when I got back on the paddy wagon, you know what I'm saying? I'm chopping it up with the homies. Then when I get back to my cell, that's when it's time to reflect. Not in the courtroom, in front of the cameras, you know. It's always head up, you know what I'm saying? Chin up, chest out, head up. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, this shit come with the street life, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you playing that street game, which I'm no longer in the street life. So I'm talking to the ones out there who still playing that game. That come with the street life, you know what I'm saying? Don't be ready to go 
you know what I'm saying, um, doing no weird shit when it's your time. You feel me? So, uh, nah, man, I, 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 I listened to the judge say 25 years, you know what I'm saying? I said a prayer to myself, and I went back to my motherfucking cell, and I made a nacho kit and dropped me some boule. And that was that. So uh, you get the sentence overturned, though, after what, two years, three years? After uh, four, almost four years. After almost four years, OK. Yeah, I thought, because I did four and a half. Oh, shit. But um, yeah, I ain't do none of that weird shit, because I knew I didn't feel like that was, that was going to be my demise, you know what I'm saying, in my spirit. You got to be in tune with yourself. God living here. Everybody looking, looking around. God living here. You got to be in tune with yourself. So in my spirit, I just ain't felt like that was for me. I ain't felt like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm finna do no, no life sentence. You know, I just ain't feel like God brought me that far. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to sit down for a lesson or for a blessing. All that shit be one and the same. The lesson and the blessing, it go together. So I wasn't really tripping. I just ain't know how long it was gonna take. But but I knew, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, that wasn't my destiny, homie. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't my destiny. You gotta, you just gotta, you gotta it's a feeling you gotta know within yourself. And um, yeah, that shit end up, you know, we end up going going to court and um and getting that shit overturned, you know. So, but that ain't got nothing to do with me though, man. That's that's all God, you know what I'm saying? Like, he judged the heart, you know what I'm saying? So, make sure you keep your heart pure. Yeah, that's real. Do you feel like you got a second chance in life when you got when you came home then? Of course. Who wouldn't feel like that? Hell yeah, I feel like I got a second chance in life, and I'm living this motherfucker to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing positive shit too though. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking with the youth, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give other artists, you know what I'm saying, you know, a chance, you know what I'm saying, to live their dreams and, and schooling my young niggas not to make the same mistakes I made, you feel what I'm saying? So, hell yeah, I feel like I got a second chance. For sure. Were you but I deserved it though, I ain't no fucked up nigga, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no slime ball, I ain't no fucked up nigga, I'm a man of honor. You did what I'm saying? I deal with morals, principles, and ethics. And I, I ain't break none of my morals, principles, or, or ethics to get back on this porch where I'm at right now. All I did was kept beside it, stay old murder, and kept my faith in God. You know what I'm saying? Like, God will bring you back if you solid. This my nigga, this was my celly in Rice Street. You know what I'm saying? He was fighting a life sentence too. You see him on the porch with me right now though, right? Yeah, so that lets you know God real, man. That's hard. Yeah, we some gangsters that glorify God, man. I'm using my platform right now, man. God is real, man. So just stay solid, you know what I'm saying? Keep your mouth closed and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Keep your faith. Amen, man. So were you rapping or writing during those four years you was locked up or was your mind just elsewhere? I wasn't really doing a whole lot of rap, like, dog. <laughs> I want. I wasn't really doing a lot of rapping. I was writing this shit. I was in solitary though for the first 18 months. True. I was in solitary, so that shit was kind of hard. Cause I never had been through nothing like that before. I was in 23 and one. You know what I'm saying? In uh, Jackson, High Max. You feel me? So I wasn't really in the spirit like the writing. No, you know what I'm saying? I think I started doing some weird shit. I think I started writing poetry in that motherfucker. 
I started trying to get on some Tupac shit. I probably wrote like five poems in that motherfucker. Some deep ass shit too. I just called my mom the other day like, what the poems that I sent to the street? I'm trying to put that shit in the book. Yeah, I was, you know, I was dealing with a lot of pain. So I, you know, I wasn't really writing no rap. But when I got back to like Wright Street, when I, when I was coming back and forth to court for my appeal, you know, I'm around the homies and shit like, I'm back in the, I'm back in the, in the bitty, so it like my spirit kind of like lifted up a little more. So I think I wrote a couple raps in Wright Street. You know what I'm saying? We fucking around, homies beating on the dough, rapping and shit. But nah, man, I was just studying my case and trying to goddamn make it back to to my family. Yeah, nah, I feel that. What would you say was like the biggest takeaway, biggest lesson you learned by having to go through that whole situation? Stop moving so fast. Stop moving so fast, number one, and keep your eye on the prize. Don't have one foot in over here and one foot in over there. You know what I'm saying? You got to be all in, man. You got to be all in, you know what I'm saying, or nothing. Feel what I'm saying? Because, you know, like I tell my young nigga all the time, you know what I'm saying? One, one motherfucking, um, one fumble, man. One goddamn little, little bullshit can set you back 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, he just got out, you feel what I'm saying? You know, he ain't had to do no, no long time, he had a little violation, but it's in, it's in the midst of why we working. Mm-hmm. So, you just, you, with this shit, man, you gotta just eye on the prize, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, one fumble, man, can fuck up your whole situation. You feel me? Look, look at me, I missed out on multi-millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Cause a nigga put my name in some street shit. You feel me? That shit uh you just gotta be careful, man. Like when you know you right there, or you even feel like you finna go right there, or things going good for you, man, watch your friends, watch your so-called homies. You know what I'm saying? Cause it'll be a nigga from your own hood that'll be envious of you. You know what I'm saying? Like jealousy don't come from afar, jealousy come from up close. It'll be a nigga. Right in your hood, that'll be envious of you and alike. Want to see you crash out, you know what I'm saying? So, because you in a position he ain't in. So, you know, you just got to, man, you got to, you got to balance that shit out, man. You know what I mean? I know we come from the street and we come from the struggle and shit like that. So we come from a, we all product, products of our environment. But you got to, you got to be able to have, what they call that shit, foresight. You gotta be able to see the future down there for real and know that, yeah, I'm gonna be that nigga. So let me stay right here in this pocket and let nothing fuck this up. Cause if I stay consistent for three years, four years, I'm gonna hit my mark. And once I hit my mark, I can change everybody's life around me. You gotta think like that. But the only problem is a lot of niggas, they ain't gonna make it cause they ain't gonna think like that. So I don't know, you gotta have some, some, some niggas like me around you telling you this shit. Believe, you know what I mean? Like, some real homies. You gotta have some solid niggas around you, man. You know, that's really the key to this shit, too. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. No, that's real. All right, so King of Ridge, Ridgegrass, out right now. KOR, oh. man. You know what I'm saying? Who wanna go against that, man? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, out right now, man. So, what inspires you to keep rapping, keep creating today? I got a passion for the music. You know what I'm saying? I, I just got a passion for the music. It, it ain't. You know, and then I still feel like, you know, shit. You know, I, I feel like I'm a hard, like I'm a hard ass rapper. I got some, 
some hard ass music, but shit, my life story bigger than my music. You feel what I'm saying? Just my life, my nigga, in general, bigger than my music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done did this shit state to state, city to city. Like I said, these niggas with me, these ain't no niggas I just met yesterday. This is my little homie from, from, from Compton. I've been knowing him since he was nine years old. Cause I've I, I been in they hood that long. You know what I'm saying? Doing my thing, man, on some, on some real gangsterism, man. So it's like, I still keep this shit going cause I know I got a story to tell, you know what I'm saying? And I know you could live a thousand years, it'll never be another Eldorado Red. It'll never be another nigga that, that you know what I'm saying? Can move like how a nigga move and mob like how a nigga mob. So I still wanna like, when I'm inspired to do music, when I'm inspired to like speak on what's going on, that's when I do music. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? I don't need the music, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never got rich off music. I want to get rich off music, so if any executive, you know what I'm saying, watching this shit, man, you know, y'all come on, man, fuck with a real one, man. You know what I mean? You want some authentic, quality street music, man. You know, and I'm having these dope-ass young artists, man. 2713 Entertainment, man, but yeah, man, it's just the passion, bro. It's just the passion. I just got a passion for this shit since a child. I always love, you know what I'm saying, hip hop, music, rap, whatever the fuck you want to call it. No, I dig that. So what's some of the goals for the label? Where, where do you see 2713 going to? I'm trying to go legit. I'm just waiting on to Pop. <laughs> nah, for real. I said that shit the song. Man, shit, I just want to keep expanding, bro. Like, we, we, we finna get ready to drop Trench Runner Pooty Project, you know what I'm saying? Uh, be looking out for it like early next month, back in that mode. Um, to me, I feel like this young nigga right here, one of the dopest artists to come out of the South since T.I. And that's like a big comparison because a lot of people compare T.I. to like a down South Jay-Z or something when he was on his, you know, had his reign mm -hmm. in the hip hop game for over a decade, you know what I'm saying? Pooty to me can go toe to toe with that same type of accolade, you know what I'm saying? He, he got it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, everybody gotta push they self to get to that level, like, you know what I'm saying? I can only share the platform with them, you feel what I'm saying? So, man, we got a lot of shit going, we got producers, I got a documentary coming on my life uh, soon, cause y'all motherfuckers keep doing all these false ass uh, documentaries and shit, man. On, on these movie channels and shit, man. So I'm finna do my own, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, we just gonna keep putting out quality music, man. You know what I'm saying? My little bro Jay Hitter, man, he, he got a project getting ready to come out. You know what I mean? Like, we just connecting all the dots, man, and, um, and putting this shit together and really just showing as an independent what we had to bring to the table, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't looking for no, for no major deal or no shit like that. I wanna, I wanna grind my way to where, when I sit down with the table with somebody, you know what I mean, I have more leverage and more um, bargaining power. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I said, I'm just really coming back to the rap game because, shit, I wanted to sit back and just push the artists, but people be wanting to hear me. I get DMs all the time. Hey, bro, I know you only see your shit. That's cool and everything, but nigga, we wanna hear your shit. Like, nigga, we want to hear what you got to say, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm still active in this shit, so niggas be want to, they be want to tune in and tap in and what's going on in my life, so I'm always give them a little bit of that every time I feel inspired. Absolutely, man. 
All right, Rado, you got any shout-outs you'd like to give before you wrap it up here, bro? Yeah, shout-out to the motherfucking Ridge Crest, my section, man. Shout-out to the whole 2713, man. Free my brother Wavy. You did what I'm saying? Free IP, free the whole mall. Who wanna go against that? Bad nigga play, got it pussy ass whack. My step on step on shit, that's a well known.